0: uh going back to the advanced auto parts hotline we talked to michael dabney i know this guy probably knows him that's coming up here but uh we're going to talk to a dude that man uh, mobile setting him on fire over there what what a comeback what what a year uh on the hotline we talked to clayton green clayton how you doing buddy
1: i'm doing good how are y'all
0: we're doing well sir we are doing extremely well um First of all, I mean, how, how cool was it for you and the family to man, get back to the racetrack, get back out there and start racing again?
1: It was, uh, it was great. Um, we, you know, we took a, I think we took a two year break. Uh, we missed a couple of years and had been deciding to put together a car and, you know, finally got the chance to get it fixed up and, um, was able to make the first race at Mobile for this year. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: So let's go back for the people that don't know your story. Obviously you hadn't always run in the modifieds and stuff. You started out running legends cars, obviously with Michael Dabney too. Uh, talk about your experience when you ran the legend cars. I think you ran bandoleros first and then moved to the legend cars. So talk about that progression from, you know, how you got started in the bandoleros and won some big races and then moved up to the legend cars and won some big races.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we started off, uh, racing little, uh, go karts. And after, a uh, couple of races, we were getting pretty good with that, and I had a little incident where uh, we went airborne for a little second, and Mom said, no more. And so we went to <laughs> Bandoleros that had a full cage and raced the Bandoleros series, won uh, the INEX National Championship race. Uh, I don't think we won the points that year, but we won the race. And then we moved on to Legend Cars, and I spent a good chunk of years i think from 2013 to 15 something around there to racing all across the country i think one point in i think my final year of racing legend cars we raced 51 out of the 52 weeks or weekends wow. of the year crazy. so just trying to chase Inex points so yeah. we would go from one track to the next the next and uh, sometimes those races would last either it'd just be a one weekend or one race deal, or it'd be a two race deal, or on a special occasion we'd hit three races in a in a weekend. So it was all just trying to grab for points.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh,
1: and so, and then we worked our way from legends to modifieds, where uh, got a got an opportunity to race. Uh, one year, getting my foot in the door with. Uh, a full-size car and um, we had one I think we won one the final race
0: mm-hmm. of
1: that season that we started and then we moved on to late models. Uh, I only got a season of late models if that and that didn't go too well for me um, but we ended up going back to the modifieds and then we raced the K N Pro series and i I thoroughly enjoyed racing in the KM Pro series.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. So let me dial it back just a little bit, like we were talking there to Dabney. So the Legends, back in those days when you guys were, were really firing that thing off, man, it was so many cars, so competitive. Um, what happened? <laughs> what What in the heck happened to the Legends?
1: You know, I, I really don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I know that when I raced there, they had a new track promoter, and he was doing everything in his power, to get that car or that program going and was able to put together a lot of good events and was able to rally around other local racetracks, even tracks, uh, out in Louisiana. Um, I think the rev in Monroe, Louisiana, and, um, they rallied some, some really big races between there. They were able to get some purse money up and, and they attracted a lot of cars and, um, you know, I think we were fielding, I don't know exactly, I think we were racing about 15 per class. You know, you got the young lines, which is the youngest, semi-pros, which are like, I don't exactly remember what the semi-pros were, but then there were um, pro and masters, which was for the older guys. And yep. um, Each class had about 15 cars, uh, at least to what I recall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we were, it was, it was really competitive back then. Um, whatever happened to it now, I, I couldn't answer. I, I, it just <laughs> somewhere along the way, it just fell off. Yeah, for sure.
2: So talk about the car control and stuff that you learned. I know back, back when I was talking to you back in the day when you were running the legends cars and, and people else that we've talked to have said that you learned so much throttle control and so much with the power to weight ratio and how, how much you need to take care of your car, take care of your tires and stuff like that. How valuable one is that? Is that the same for you? And then two, how, how is that translated into running these bigger cars now?
1: Um, I would have to say the Legend cars, in my own opinion, were a little bit more fidgety with the, with the throttle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so when you get back on the throttle, it, it wanted to get up and go. Um, these heavier cars um, are – you can put a little bit more power down to them without you know, really blowing the rear wheels off the car. But with the Legend cars, they were they're really finicky. You had to – you really had to get the car dialed in in the corners before you could get back on the throttle and get up off the corner. Uh, and I know that – I think that it it has to do with two things, especially uh, with the legends, and that's the, the the racetrack that you went to. Because we raced at all different types of racetracks. They mm-hmm. were flat. They were high banked. You know, I, I think at they raced the legend cars one year at the Las Vegas boring, and yeah. I think they were clocking those legend cars at 120 miles an hour Sheesh. versus you know the um, I think it's a quarter mile or. Uh, inside TMS on the little flat track you know so it you really have to be um, adaptive with the tracks that you go to and um, they're they're awesome little cars to to learn basic car control um, and the basics for um, how you're going to how you're going to break down you know what the car's doing and and um how to learn what a car will do around different types of race tracks it really just grows you as a driver
2: Really in um, that
1: program yeah. it's it 's almost like dirt in a sense,
0: yeah, just because of the different
1: areas that you go to
0: yeah you're, you're yeah. spot on spot on so let's talk about this season i I mean you show up the first race at uh at at mobile and you just man you just drop the hammer and blow them out of the water and it's like uh so so your thoughts with that i mean it's it's such a good car i mean talk about your car I, i mean you were um you were dominating in that first race you were dominating at this last race man you guys have done your homework with that 54 car uh
1: yes sir we uh we like I said, we spent two years putting together this chassis. We've had it for a long time, and we've been meticulously putting together, putting it together slowly but surely, trying to get the right, you know, bits and pieces on it. We wanted to make it a really good quality car, and unfortunately, we weren't able to make the first Houston race, but we mm-hmm. were able to make the first Mobile race, which I'm actually glad we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, but because it was, it was a thrash to get there. Yeah, I Uh, bet. But, uh, we, that car went to the, to mobile for the first track or first time. And, and, uh, like you said, it, it just, it was perfect. I don't think we threw a whole lot of adjustments out the gate that, that race. And of course, everybody started to pick up a little bit more speed as everybody was getting accustomed to the track. And I don't know how long it's been closed. Um, but, uh, times have been getting faster and so on. And after the first race, we found a lot of problems with the car. Yeah. Uh, for example, when we went back to, to mobile, we ended up burning up the rear end housing and, yeah. um, so we had, a, that screwed us up for the second race. And the third race, we had to put a different rear end housing. So we had to relearn the car and, you know, it took the third and the fourth race to really kind of get that together. And I want to say the fourth race, we had it really dialed in. Yeah. We really got it close, and we ran into a little incident. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and so it set us back. But you know, I I still think the car was doing great considering. In eight laps, we went from the back to the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that last race, we, we it's it's really dialed down now.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: So I want to talk about a funny story that that I that I know from talking to your mom, and it's about the superstition that your dad has about green and racing. Which I always thought was really ironic with your stuff because he he never put he never put green on the car, whether it was the color or the last name on the car, because your cars have always said Clayton instead of Clayton Green. Talk about that. Is that the, Is that is that all your dad, or have you kind of gone into that moniker too of having that that superstition of the green on the car?
1: Um. You know, I just don't even take the chance, to be real honest. Um, <laughs> the, the, the story goes is that my dad used to race in the Truck Series, and I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what the Truck Series name was. Yep. But he had blown up. He, he had his name, Steve Green, across the truck and had blown up, I think it was two motors in a row. And <laughs> I, I think it was Todd who went over there and ripped off the the green on the from the steve green and afterwards the next motor they put in they were just fine and everything was perfect they didn't have a problem for the rest of the year and so after that and after hearing that story a dozen times i I just don't even take a chance anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I, I love that. So, so speaking of that, l- let's talk about your family. I, I mean, you guys coming out to the first mobile race. Your 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 mom was messaging me. Is race on? You, you know, it was kind of one of those things. Uh, and uh, I could definitely tell that you guys were thrashing to get there. But uh, talk about Steve and and Dana and and you mentioned Todd Mclemore. You know, he ran his last race over at uh, at, at Cotton Bowl. He says he's going to retire. But I mean, uh, talk about your family and Todd. I mean it's just such a great uh family tree right there with all you guys.
1: Absolutely. My uh I don't think I would be here or I, I don't think I would have done and had the opportunities that I had without them. Mm-hmm. Specifically and especially with that canon stuff. Um you know that was a that was just a miracle <laughs> in <laughs> every yeah way possible. Um uh, but yeah uh You know, I've just always, we've always been at the racetrack and mom and dad have always done it. And so, you know, I got into it and dad loves help or loves, you know, tinkering on race cars. And so we just continue doing it and mom loves to come to the racetrack and, uh, (laughs) that's just, that's really as simple as it gets. I just think that we're, we'll, we'll be at the racetrack for a long
0: time. Yep. Can't get away from it. No doubt.
2: So other than the one little mess up that you have with that tire coming apart there at mobile, what's been your first reaction with racing with these American racer tires?
1: Um, you know, I haven't, it's hard for me to tell exactly. Um, I haven't gotten to race on anything else, Mm -hmm. but they seem to do really well. When I, I had missed, like I said earlier, I had missed the first race to Houston and me never racing on an American racer before, uh, I had some questions and I had asked over the drivers and they said, well, you know, they're real, they're real kind of gooey and, you know, they, they have a little bit of a, a, a problem to them. But when we got out on the first race, I didn't really see anything, you know, bad about them. I thought they, they handled really well. Um, I think the fall off is a little faster, but I can't say mm-hmm. that to be honest because I haven't even tried to race a Hoosier yet this year Yeah, or any other,
0: you know, tire. Yeah. So the rest of the year for you, I mean, I, I know there's one race left out there, and, I mean, you steamrolled through this last race. So um, obviously you'll do the Mobile, I'm thinking, but uh, what what's on tap? I mean, is it Snowball, something you guys may think about doing? Uh, what's the rest of the year look like for you, man?
1: We're, we're going to go to Mobile again uh, to finish off the season at Mobile. We're going to go to Houston, I believe, on the 11th. Nice. And then nice. – our main goal for this year is to try and win the Derby. That's one of the things that we we wanted. We built this car
0: to
1: go and win the Derby, if possible. Mm. That's our main goal.
0: You heard it here 1st Mm-hmm. Love it.
2: It's just crazy to know that we watched him in Bandoleros now. He's talking about winning the <laughs> Snowball Derby in the Modified Race. It makes me feel really old. I, I didn't need any help with that feeling older than I did. kind of like a box yeah. of Rice Krispies getting out of bed this morning, but now we're talking about... You know, one of the guy, one of the guy. He's now, we say, one of the kiddos. You know, but hell, you're not a kiddo anymore. (laughs) So uh, it makes us feel. Twenty four. Oh the hell that years, damn sure years. didn't help any. Thanks a lot for that <laughs> now that you're twenty four. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: great. That's great. So hey, let me ask you, Clayton. So your thought the, the state of the modifieds, I mean, because you you've got the modifieds of Mayhem and and, and there's along the Gulf Coast right there, and, and again we're praying for everybody there. But uh I mean your thoughts with these cars, I mean, because they're they're still they're still viable, they're still popular, man. This is um this is some this is a bitchin' ass racing class along the Gulf Coast.
1: Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the car count is growing. Um, that can be said specifically for up to race four, mainly just because everybody had known
0: that
1: those were the four races they were happening at mobile. And you could see it from the start of the season to the, to race four. I mean, what we started with seven car, eight cars at the start of the season. And then on race four, I think we had 13.
0: Yeah, we did. Um,
1: I think it's just, I think it's just a matter of, uh, if we can get, if we can get more or a future heads up on when these races are, I think you'll see a much larger car count with these, um, with the modifieds in general. Uh, it, it definitely showed over the, you know, um, from race one to race four. I know that we had a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a fallback with this upcoming race, just because it's, it's a spur of the moment kind of deal and that's fine. Sure. Um, but, um, I, I definitely love the modifieds. They're by far, um, by far one of my favorites to race, um, especially having been racing a, a late model before. And they're affordable. You know, um, they're not, they're not crazy, but and right. they, you know, obviously to be competitive, you got to be able to put some of that money into it. So, but it, it's still a, a competitive series. I think we had, especially at Mobile. I know that we had at least four or five different front runners
0: mm-hmm. at
1: the start of the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There were there were times where we outdrew um, um the Pensacola track. But uh anyway, we will we'll leave that alone. But uh yeah, it uh <laughs> a little yeah. a little self-promotion? Yeah, a
2: little bit. Just a little bit. The kings of shameless uh, self-promotion, yeah, that's what yeah, we've been told.
0: Good stuff, man. But uh <laughs> dude, it was glad to see, I was so glad to see you guys back out there i was so excited and uh congratulations dude those two wins those those were two kick-ass wins man uh, dude, keep, keep it up let's go win that derby yeah we're gonna we're gonna
1: definitely try
0: <laughs> absolutely my man well we will uh we'll be cheering you on man and uh we'll see you soon
1: all right guys thank y'all
0: thanks a lot man take care
1: i'll
0: do you bet Bye. there he is